This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Thursday, the 27th of January. In your sport today, the Sixers sneak into the BBL final. It's a big day at the Aussie Open. Legends miss out on the Hall of Fame. And the robots are coming. This is your sport today. We start today with cricket because last night there was a ripping match in the BBL. Uh, the Sydney Sixers beat the Adelaide Strikers on the last ball of the match to make it through to the final. And loose, it was an unlikely hero that got it done for the Sixers. Yeah, Hayden Kerr has been the Sixers' best bowler this season, but last night he was player of the match for his batting. He scored 98 not out opening the batting for the first time and he was only there because Sixers star opener Josh Phillippe was ruled out with COVID. He could have been stumped for zero and was dropped on 16, but then didn't offer another chance. He hit a six in the final over and four off the last ball to win the match. There was a little bit of controversy. With two runs needed off the final ball of the match, the Sixers retired batter Jordan Silk, who'd picked up a hamstring injury in the field. It meant a fresh batter was out there for the last ball, ready to run two if needed. Retiring a batter is in the rules, but it's rarely used tactically like that. Strikers captain Peter Siddle was pretty animated when it happened, but after the match, he said he didn't have a problem with it. So the Sixers' dream of a three-peat of titles is still alive. They'll play the Perth Scorchers in the final tomorrow night at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. There's plenty of cricket to tide over fans until then because the Women's Ashes Test match starts today in Canberra. Loose, remarkably, Beth Mooney looks set to play. Ten days ago, she broke her jaw at batting practice and now she's going to play in an Ashes test. If it were me, I would definitely still be sitting up in bed having everyone take care of me. (laughs) She's got three metal plates and some screws in her head, wire on her bottom teeth, and says she can only eat soup, milkshakes and ice cream, which is a diet I can get around. Her return for Australia is a big boost because she's one of the best batters in the world. And if the Aussies can win this test, They'll get six points and that'll take them to 10 and it will be enough to retain the women's ashes with the one-day series left to play. The match at Monica Oval in Canberra starts at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time and you can watch it on Channel 7, Foxtel and KO and listen on the radio with ABC Grandstand. It's a big day at the Australian Open, to put it lightly. We've got Ash Barty playing in the semis tonight against Madison Keys. But before then, the special Ks, Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis, they have their doubles semi-final. And the new Australian of the year, Dylan Orcott, is in the final of the quad wheelchair singles. They're now all going to be played on Rod Laver Arena and loose. The crowd capacity, it's been increased. Yeah, it's been bumped up from 50% to 65% for the rest of the tournament. Victorian Sports Minister Martina Pakula said Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton gave the green light to increase the crowd cap yesterday. That news came through after Tennis Australia said the Kyrgios Kokonakis match and Alcott's final had been moved to Rod Laver Arena so more fans can watch. He also said fans with a day pass can get into Rod Laver to watch the Aussies play so 
expect a pretty loud crowd there today. <laughs> the special K's are due on court at 2.30pm and they've certainly ruffled some feathers. Kyrgios was called an absolute knob by one of his quarterfinal opponents. But as Kyrgios said in an Instagram post, don't listen to the noise. Yeah, this semi-final could be anything loose. Uh, we should also mention that Aussie pair Max Purcell and Matt Ebden are through to the men's double semi-finals as well. They'll play on Margaret Court Arena around the same time. There's a link in the episode notes to the full schedule and we'll bring you all the results tomorrow. Let's stick with the Aussie Open for a sec because the semi-finals are set on the men's side of the draw. Uh, it was a late finish last night slash early this morning, but top seed Daniel Medvedev made it through. Loose, he beat Canadian young gun Felix Auger-Aliassime and said he channeled a tennis legend to come back from two sets down to win. Look, it wasn't the most popular choice, but Medvedev said he asked himself, what would Novak do? <laughs> the Rod Laver crowd booed that choice, but then cheered when Medvedev quickly added Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal's names. Medvedev was down two sets to love, but in the third set, the roof was closed because a storm was coming. The temp dropped about 10 degrees, and Medvedev said that's when he got into a groove. Uje Aliasim had match point in the fourth set, but Medvedev saved it and won the match in five sets in nearly five hours. He'll now play Stefanos Tsitsipas in the semi-final, and the other semi-final is Rafa against Italy's Matteo Berrettini. Yeah, those matches are going to be tomorrow, and well done to anyone who stayed up to watch that match. It was way past our bedtime, Luz. Oh, Definitely. Those who follow Aussie football will know there's plenty happening at the moment. Uh, the Matildas are playing in the Women's Asian Cup in India. And tonight, the Socceroos have a World Cup qualifier in your neck of the woods, loose. Yeah, they sure do. The Socceroos play Vietnam tonight here in Melbourne at Amy Park. This is a pretty big game for the Socceroos. They're in third place in their group, one point behind Japan in second spot, and the top two automatically go through to the World Cup in Qatar, and there's only four matches left, so every match counts. It starts at 10 past 8 tonight, Australian Eastern Daylight Time, and you can watch it on 10 bold. Today's trivia question brought to you by the A-League Live app. Download it for all your A-League news and scores. When was the last time the Socceroos played a game in Melbourne? Luce, give us a clue. Well, it was pre-pandemic and Malcolm Turnbull was the Prime Minister. So we're going back a few years. Mm. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. We're going to the US now and a place called Cooperstown, New York. Uh, That's where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. And yesterday, a new member was elected, but loose. Some big names missed out. Yeah, some very big names. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens missed out. Bonds has the record for the most Major League Baseball home runs and Clemens owns the record for the most Cy Young Awards for the Pitcher of the Year. So they're as big as names get. But the reason why they didn't get elected is because of allegations around the use of performance-enhancing drugs during their careers, particularly steroids. They were never officially sanctioned for taking steroids, but they were closely linked to the steroid era in baseball 
baseball in the late 90s. To get into the Hall of Fame, a player needs to be retired for five years and get 75% of the vote of about 400 baseball writers. A player only gets 10 chances on the voting ballot, and this was the 10th year for Bonds and Clemens. But it was the first year for Boston Red Sox cult hero David Ortiz. He got 78%, so he's in. He's known as Big Puppy, and he hit a lot of home runs and helped the Red Sox break their 86-year World Series drought. Big Puppy. Jeez, I wish I had a nickname like that, Luce. <laughs> uh, it's not the end for Bonds and Clemens, though. They can still get in with a group of former players, executives, and media called the Today's Game Committee meets in December. So we could have a bit more on this story later this year. We're sticking with baseball for this story because, Luce, there could be a robot revolution coming in the major leagues. Uh, it's more like Wally than the Terminator. <laughs> Actually, there isn't really a robot. Uh, anyway, explain what I'm talking about. All right, I can do that. It's called <laughs> the automated ball strike system. And what it does is figure out whether a pitch is a ball or a strike, kind of like the ball tracking tech you see in cricket and tennis. It's been trialed in independent baseball leagues in the States, and it's gone so well that it now looks like it's going to be trialed in the minor leagues. The aim is to remove as much human error as possible, but the home plate umpires won't be replaced. They'll get told whether it's a ball or a strike from an earpiece and then call it on the field. So there isn't actually a robot out there. It's still a fair way off from making it into the major league, so you can relax, Sam. A robot apocalypse isn't going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> Loose, I'm not crazy. I'm telling you, they're coming for all of us. I've seen the Matrix. I know how this ends. <laughs> all right, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the A-League Live app. When was the last time the Socceroos played in Melbourne? Loose, when was it? It was September 5, 2017. That's right, they beat Thailand 2-1. Uh, all right, we'll see how they go tonight. Uh, everyone have a great Thursday. Lucy and I will be back tomorrow to wrap it all up. We'll catch you then.